Welcome back to the Success Road Podcast. My name is Joshua Rivers, your host. And I know it's been a while since we've had an episode, but I want to talk today about choosing the best thing, which kind of ties into why it's been a while for this episode to come out. And I actually uh, recorded this live on Periscope uh, a couple weeks ago on September 30th. Um, it was uh, International Podcast Day. And so I was trying to do that and I was going to take that recording and post it up as an episode and I could not get that recording. And so I am re-recording uh, the basic information that I had during that. And so if you want to get the show notes, you can go to joshuarivers.net slash zero two zero for episode number 20. And you can be able to uh, see the information there and then also links if you would be so kind as to share it with others as well. I definitely appreciate that. And so to the topic at hand, though, choosing the best thing. In life, there are many th- uh, many times when the right choices are clear. And so things like don't steal, say no to drugs, thou shalt not kill. Those are things that are generally pretty clear cut as far as what's right, what's wrong. And it makes it easier to make decisions that are clear cut like that. But there are a lot of other times when the decisions are more difficult So, for example, there's a man that has a wife and two young children. He's working full-time job. Uh, He's helping to homeschool his kids. He's staying involved in his church. And he's also building a business on the side. And somewhere in between all of that, I think he finds a little bit of time to sleep. And I know he definitely eats because uh, his uh, weight reflects that. Um talking about his weight. Um, He struggles to find time to watch his health or maybe better fitting is that he doesn't make time. Many of those decisions that he faces is not always a matter of right versus wrong. It might be a decision of what is good versus what's best. And so in this podcast, uh, Back several episodes ago, um, uh, I think it was back in January, we had Rory Vaden on the show. He is the author of the book Procrastinate on Purpose, and he talked about several different things, both in the podcast and definitely in the book. One of the things that we need to do is base our decisions not just on what is the most urgent thing, in other words, how soon do we, does it matter? How soon do we have to get it done? Um, and a lot of us might try to focus on the importance factor, uh, which is, um, as the name implies, important. Um, but importance is how much does it matter? But we need to look at, uh, when you look at also the significance of it, in other words, how long will it matter? And so, Sometimes we need to make decisions based on those kind of things as well. Uh, I've also shared some things from the book Essentialism, and the author Greg McKellen boils it down to doing only those things that are truly essential. 
And so looking at the different things in your life and evaluating each one and the importance that it has in your life and asking yourself the question, if it is something that is absolutely essential in your life for you to have, or can you not do it and be okay? And so, and even looking at that, I mean, it might be something that's essential at some point in time, but looking at it for this particular time, um, do we need that right now? And so that brings me back to the guy I was talking about just a little bit ago. And that guy is actually me. Not just I'm like that, but that is me to a T. And so um, I am struggling uh, trying to balance a bunch of different things. And this has been a struggle for a while, uh, which is uh, one of the things that I've tried to do. And so I've uh, tried to read the books and listen to podcasts and things like that to try to become more productive um, and to be able to help make better decisions. Um, obviously, I've also, I'm also taking time to uh, read my Bible and pray to get the spiritual guidance I need, um, which I know I can definitely do more of. And so there's definitely um, not too much uh, that we can do as far as uh, seeking the spiritual guidance that we need from God in these matters. Um, but anyway, I, I find myself just getting stuck with um, all the different things that I commit to. And so there's a lot of different things um, that I that comes to mind when it comes to uh, trying to get all these things done and trying to balance all of those different things. Um, there's at least three different things. There's three things that I can really think of as to why I don't get things done. Um, and what number one is I overcommit to things. I say yes too often. And when I do that, I don't always consider what else needs to be done. Um, or I underestimate the time and effort that things are going to take. And as a result, um, I run out of time and energy to be able to get the things done. And so I overcommit. Number two, I don't properly manage myself. Um, another teaching um, or lesson that I got from Rory Vaden is that time can't be managed. We talk about time management, um, and I still use that term from time to time, but uh, time can, itself cannot be managed. You can only manage yourself and how you use that time. And that's kind of where we get that idea. Um, but it kind of shifts that perspective, though, as um, instead of trying to control or manage the time, you need to control yourself and your actions and your reactions. And to do that is, um, is the better way to be able to do that. So I need to learn to manage my own actions better. And then the third thing as to why I don't get things done is I don't focus enough. And so I definitely have times of focus where I can uh, really focus in and uh, pay attention to the thing that I'm working on. But there's plenty of other times when I shift my attention too much and then I don't stay busy on the thing that I'm supposed to. And as a result, I don't accomplish as much as I should. And so I need to watch myself in these different areas. Okay. Now, I don't want this to be all about me. Um, but there are some lessons that I'm learning 
that I think can be beneficial for you um, as I'm kind of learning from my own life. And so in scripture, it reminds me of a story where Jesus visits Mary and Martha. Uh, They were two sisters in the city of Bethany, not too far from Jerusalem. And Jesus would periodically visit that family. And so they were uh, very, very close. Um, And so there's different stories that um, reflected that. They also had a brother named Lazarus. Uh, But in this particular story, it was just Mary and Martha that were there with Jesus. Uh, I assume that Jesus' disciples would have been there too, but the Bible doesn't uh, tell us that information. But in this story, Martha keeps herself busy doing various chores and things around the house while Mary is sitting at Jesus' feet listening to him as he is uh, telling stories, as he's teaching, whatever it is that Uh, he's talking about at that time. And so if you know the story, you know that Martha gets upset at Mary's apparent laziness. And so from Martha's perspective, she's running around busy doing all this work while Mary is just sitting there apparently doing nothing. But we know that Jesus turns to Martha and tells her that she's just comforted about many things And he says regarding Mary that she's chosen that good part and that good part isn't going to be taken away from her. And so when Jesus was teaching that, um, and the reason that's in scripture for us is not to tell us that work is bad and we just need to sit at Jesus' feet, um, just uh, stay in the Bible for us and pray. Um, Those are good things. But Um, he wasn't saying that work was bad. He was trying to say and teach us that um, there is a time and a place for these different parts of our life. So we can look in Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Solomon shares that same wisdom by stating that everything has a time and a season. And then he goes through and In about eight verses, he compares and contrasts different things, stating how there's a time and a place for each one of those. And so when we're looking at our life, there's a time and a place for different things. And so we just have to evaluate what it is that is most important at that particular time. And so that brings me to this thought that... um, that I've come to the conclusion of, and that is life is seasonal. And so I've not always had this view. And so I used to promote the wheel of life philosophy. Um, And so um, I believe it was Zig Ziglar um, promoted this a lot. Um, I don't know if he was the one that originated it, but he at least promoted it a lot. And I've heard it promoted on a lot of different podcasts and blog posts and things like that about the wheel of life. I think there's basically seven main areas of life. Um, some of the things there would be like uh, the career, your financial um, goals and your spiritual life and these different things that compose your life. Um, and the goal is basically to keep a balance in each of the areas so that the wheel doesn't get flat in an area. And so um, I definitely think it's good to be well-rounded and to put attention to the areas in our life that that need it, Um, but it doesn't 
that the idea of balance um, doesn't really work, um, at least not not in the same sense as is trying to be promoted by some people. And so not saying that it's all wrong, but we just need to take a more holistic view of what what's being taught with that. And so in other words, uh, for me, one of my focuses right now is building my business. Um, it's not getting all of my attention because I still have my full-time job. I have my family, my church, and these all have an important part of my life. And so there are certain things that I want to make sure that uh, have the attention in those areas. But there is a bigger portion of my uh, free time, um, some time that's actually been taken away from family and some other things um, that I'm putting that focus into my business a little bit more than than I maybe would like to, but I'm doing that because I can see down the road after I get the business off the ground, um, it should free up my time and should be able to financially provide for things, and it would be better in the long run um, as opposed to just looking at what's the easiest thing for the moment. And so um, if I put, I think if I were to put too much focus into my business, it would probably grow too quickly um, and I wouldn't be able to do the things that I need to um, because as I'm, as I'm starting to grow in the business, I'm getting new clients. And as I'm talking to these new clients and working with them, I'm discovering some different issues and problems when it comes to communicating and uh, transferring files and things like that. The um, If you're not familiar, my business is doing podcast editing and helping people launch their podcasts, different things with podcast uh, production. And so there's files that are being transferred back and forth, these audio files. Uh, sometimes there's uh, graphics um, that are um, involved in the blog posts and different things like that. And so, and sometimes there's issues when it comes to doing that. And so I had it set up a certain way and I've had to make some adjustments. And so it's easier to be able to make those adjustments when there's just a couple clients, as opposed to trying to make um, adjustments for everyone when there's 20 clients. And so uh, starting a little bit slower, but still being able to put that time into it has been beneficial for me in that way. And so, um, and so the, uh, the, the growth of my podcast is what brought the topic of priorities to the top of my mind here lately, because again, I've had to shift my attention and my focus because of that. And so that brings us to this podcast, which is, uh, had an impact because of the growth of the business that I've gotten, um, because I haven't been able to produce an episode on here, or I haven't taken time to produce the episode um, for this, because I've been so focused on helping other people with their podcasts. And so back at the end of July, uh, let's see, what is it? July um, 30th through August 1st or something like that, or July 31st through August 2nd was podcast movement down in Dallas. And I shared a little bit of that um, a couple episodes ago, some of the things that I I got from that. Um, and after 
I got back from podcast movement. I didn't, I didn't get business directly from that, but I think I got some encouragement. I got some uh, momentum built up a little bit, some encouragement as a result of going there. And so in August and September, I was able to talk to a lot of new clients that have um, several of them have hired me. Several of them have um, just been talking to me and they're waiting for a couple of things to pan out on their side. Uh, there's two clients that um, are in the process of trying to launch their podcast and I'm working with them on that. And so several different things. And so my projected income um, is three or four times what it was back in July and August. And so, and I mean, that's pretty good growth. I mean, getting 300 to 400% um, increase is, is really good. And so we're still talking triple digits. Um, and so we're still in the hundreds, haven't uh, come close to that thousand uh, a month mark yet. Um, but I can see that in the foreseeable future with the other people that I'm talking to that haven't committed yet. And so I, if I, if I get them to be able to commit to hiring me, um, for ongoing work, then that will be a, a lot of business for me. And so, and part of me is afraid that it might be too much, uh, too fast to be able to handle. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead and take it as I can, um, in this. And so, because I can see the long-term benefit of being able to do that. And so I'm having to learn to choose some things that are beneficial. Also with the growth of my podcasting business, I'm having to look at the time that I'm spending on certain things. And the thing that I need to focus on mostly is with the audio editing. And there are clients that are wanting to have show notes produced as well. And I am working with some people to try to see if I can get that outsourced. And so I pay someone to take care of the show notes for me. And that frees my time up then that I can be able to focus on the other parts of the business, such as the editing and actually interaction with the clients themselves as well. And so it helps me to be able to then um, in the future, be able to have a base set up already for being able to scale the business so that eventually down the road, it will be able to replace my full-time job and it can be my sole income. And so that is one of the goals that I have with the side business that I'm building. And right now I'm laying that groundwork, which is going to be very beneficial for me down the road. And so again, it puts a negative impact then on some of the other areas of my life. I'm not spending as much time with my family as I would like. I'm not um, as involved in my church as I would like. I'm still involved um, there. I'm um, involved in a couple of the different outreach programs uh, to, to be able to help uh, in the church there. But I'm, uh, but I'm not, but I've had to say no to a couple of things. My pastor had approached me about a month ago about becoming a Sunday school teacher. And uh, as much I would love to have taken that opportunity, I had to decline that because I knew it was going to take away from the other things that I was doing 
or I just wouldn't be able to put my attention to the job as a Sunday school teacher the way that it would be needed for that. And so I had to make that decision. Again, it wasn't a decision of bad versus good. It was a decision versus what was good and what was best overall. And so I'm having to remind myself that the things that I'm going through is just a season. And so you can look at your own life as well and evaluate the different things that you're going through, the decisions that you have to make and look at it again, not just on the urgency, not just on the importance. In other words, not just how soon does it need to be done or be taken care of and not how much does it matter, but how long is something going to matter? And so, because there's some things that, um, maybe not the most important thing, but if you can get it done now, it makes things easier down the road and you're able to accomplish more, um, having that done earlier as opposed to waiting on that and focusing on something else that may be uh, seeming to be more important. And so just taking a little bit of extra time to be able to do that. And I'd like to go ahead and wrap it up with another uh, thought that I've had. Um, I've heard this uh, phrase um, for a while on a couple different podcasts Um, And that is do the one thing that will make everything else easier or unnecessary. And that's an idea that comes from the book, The One Thing. Um, And I just recently listened to the audio version of that book. And so I I was able to get the the whole context of what I was talking about, which, I mean, the, the idea was already conveyed to me through the different podcasts that I listened to, but the, the idea is that we just need to focus on one thing because that's really all that we can do anyway. And to really put our focus on one thing and to see, again, the, the significance matter in the fact that you need to ask yourself that question, do the one thing that will make everything else either easier or it might even make it unnecessary. And so it, for an example, if you take your car in and have oil changes done on a regular basis, it'll be very likely that you will be able to preserve your engine and you won't have to replace your engine. If you neglect the oil changes, then before too long, you're going to be destroying your engine and you're going to have to replace your engine. And so doing the one thing of the oil changes, it might seem like a small insignificant thing that maybe doesn't matter. And it's not like super urgent, but down the road, neglecting that can be very costly, both in time and money. And so, because if you have to replace an engine, that is obviously then you're going without a vehicle and the cost for that is astronomical. And so it might almost be worth just getting a different vehicle um, in some cases. And so, so anyway, so the focus on that one thing that will make everything easier or unnecessary. And so I want to leave you with this question as we wrap this up. When you're facing a decision of what you should do, what is the one thing that will make everything else easier or unnecessary for you? And so what is it that, you can be able to look at that will be 
most significant in your life so that you can be able to make the decision when you're looking at something between what's good and what's best. So again, if you want to get the show notes, I'd love to get your comments on this. You can go to joshuarivers.net slash 020 for episode number 20, and I would love to hear from you. I would uh, love for you to be able to share this if you thought this was uh, valuable content and there's someone that you know that would benefit from this uh, benefit from this I would love for you to be able to share this with them that's the best way to be able to help spread the show and for the uh, show to be able to reach new people and so I would love to be able to um, help you with what you're looking at and so uh, if you have any questions any comments just let me know and I would love to address that either one-on-one or even as a uh, part of the podcast. And so love to be able to do that. Hopefully I will start producing some content regularly here on the podcast. And so I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it weekly, but I definitely am going to commit to having a bi-weekly schedule at the minimum. And so I'm starting to get some things in order to where I should be able to uh, record on a regular basis now. So anyway, with that, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. And we will talk to you later, and God bless.